Welcome to Resplendency's Women's Conference, Letting Go. We thank you for joining us, and we want to highlight some brief reminders. Please make sure to like, comment, and share today's video with friends, family, coworkers, or anyone who might be encouraged. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel, as well as stay up to date on all of our virtual events and services. We invite you to follow us at Resplendency Inc. on all of our social media pages listed on the screen or in the description below. We encourage you to post about our conference and tag at Resplendency as well as use the hashtags letting go, let go, or stand out and shine. Whether this is your first year joining us or you have attended before, we invite our viewers and those joining us to write in our book of remembrance what the conference meant to you or how it impacted you. If you would like to do so, send us an email at contact at resplendency.com. Again, that's contact at resplendency.com to write your thoughts on what letting go meant to you. We also want to remind you that our Bonfire Conference merch is currently available in various sizes and various colors. Please select the link in the description of the video to see more options and how you can represent the conference merch today. Now, join us with some time in worship.
When I see that cross, I see freedom. When I see that grave, I see Jesus. And from death to life, I will sing your praise in the one. Come on, you see. When I see that cross, I see freedom. When I see that grave, I see Jesus. And from death to life, I will sing your praise in the waters around your voice. When I see that cross, I see freedom. When I see that grave, I see Jesus. And from death to so happy tonight just to have you guys with us here at resplendency for this year's women's conference and this year the theme is letting go letting go and i tell you what i know god is going to do so much tonight and it's going to be really important that you guys put away all distractions stay focused stay and 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 stay a part of this conference throughout the entire time there's a lot of different things that are going to take place and so i want to make sure that you guys stay with us throughout the whole entire conference 
um, you know, there's going to be people from the north, the south, the east, the west, all throughout the world. And um, right now, it's such an honor to have you guys join us so that you can be encouraged tonight. Amen. I want to I wanna just say a quick prayer because it's important that even before we move forward in the next things that, you know, I want to share here, I think it's important that we just talk to Jesus together. Amen. So let's do that. Father God, right now, Lord, we thank you that you are our heavenly Father, Lord. And that, Father God, we can approach you tonight and we can come humbly. We could come just as we are. And God, we thank you that you meet every single person right where they are. For you see them and you know them, Lord. And Father God, I thank you that that God, you're going to make your presence so, um, so much aware in their lives, oh God, even tonight, Lord. And that, Father God, you're going to teach them, God, throughout this conference, the importance of letting go, of just letting go. And so, God, we trust you. We rely on you tonight, Lord. We want you to have your way, Lord, from the beginning until the end of this whole entire conference, Lord. And so, God... Just move mightily, Lord, and have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I know some of you, you might be uh, watching at a different time um, right here in um, Orlando, Florida, Central Florida area. You know, we are in uh, the evening. It's 7 p.m. here. But where you are, it might be the morning. And so wherever it is, what time of day, I just I just want to encourage you, if you want to grab a cup of coffee, if you want to grab something that, um, like your, a snack or something, but I don't want you to be distracted. I want you to stay um, aware of Father God's presence and sensitive to all that God wants to say. You know, um, letting go. Um, God put heavily on my heart a few months ago and you know I as I was preparing and praying and just waiting on God about how he wants all these things to be unfolded tonight um, you know I was reminded of how when I first came to the Lord Jesus Christ and so you know that 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 night that I gave my life to Jesus I really gently heard him whisper will you just trust me will you give me your life Will you surrender your life to me? And I tell you what, I've not been the same since that night that I made that really important decision when I asked the Lord Jesus Christ to come into my life. And from that time, there were things that I had questions about in life. I was, I was, uh, was younger um, and a young person at, at that time, younger at heart. <laughs> I'm still young at heart. Um, you know, and learning, you know, and I wanted to know what it, what does God say about a lot of things that I was curious about. And so what I saw the Lord doing in my life, I encourage you all, he would prompt me that when I had questions to seek it out in his word, to search out the scriptures 
and find what the word of God has to say about these things. And then, you know, also find myself someone um, that was in the word of God, someone that was connected to a local church, someone that I knew I could trust and confide in and that would pray with me and mentored me and encouraged me in the things of God when I had these questions. And so they would also give me scripture verses and encourage me. Then I found myself... Um, uh, you know, then going to uh, uh, Bible school and, and learning different things deeper. And I kept hearing the Lord saying, study, study to show yourself approved, study, go deep into the things of God, search me and you will find me. And so in saying all these things, you know, I, I remember going to seminary and just learning of the Lord, learning what God says and I remember in, in thinking about, well, what about letting go, letting go? What is God saying? And I tell you what, in preparing for this conference, there is so much that can be said about letting go. And so for this conference, there's only going to be about, you know, uh, four different parts that I want to kind of like really bring out. And so along the way, you'll see where I'm kind of just, just saying certain things here in the conference um, about how it, it affects us, the impact of letting go. And so let me ask you something. Do you have um, parts of your life right now that you feel are worn out? Do you have things in your life that you have felt like, I'm tired of this? Um, and have you felt the promptings of God's Holy Spirit, that gentle, that gentle prompting saying, let it go, release it to me, release these things to me, and that he wants to teach you um, how to let these things go. He wants to teach you why it's important to let it go. He wants to teach you um, what specifically you need to let go of. And this, these are just really important things when it comes to letting go. But there's another point that I want to bring out in this conference that I feel is really important. There's wisdom in knowing also what you need to fight for. Because in, in knowing what to let go of, you also need to know that perhaps there is something that you will, you're being quick to let go of and Father saying, uh-uh, you need to fight for that. You need to keep praying about that. You need to keep warring in the spirit over that and not let it go. And so in Psalms 81 verse 6, Psalms 81 verse 6 the Lord wants us to release every burden, release every care, release these things, release the load and give it to the Lord. Place it onto the Lord. Psalms 81 verse 6 tells us, now I will take the load from your shoulders. I will free your hands from their heavy task." Because Father knows that these things are heavy to carry. These are burdens that are very weighty. These are stressors that are impacting us 
and affecting our health, our mental health, our emotional health, every part of who we are, perhaps even our financial health. And so God wants us to cast it, to release it, to let it go. But also the other part is why, why is it important to pray until why is it important to pray and not release something yet? Not let it go. Well, look at look at this example in Genesis chapter 32, verse 26. Then the man said, let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And so there's some things that God is so aware of that you have been praying about, you've been weeping about, you've been crying over, and God is saying tonight, don't let it go. Don't, in other words, yes, you release it to the Lord in prayer, but don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. And why is that important? We're going to see some of that tonight. I want to read some, I wanted to read a couple of, of quotes to you real quick here. Spiritual, what does spiritual growth look like? What does it look like? Listen to the, look at, listen to this. Spiritual growth looks like you no longer have to tell your side of the story. Spiritual growth looks like that you are embracing the season that God has you in. Spiritual growth looks like that you have received his grace rather than staying in guilt. Spiritual growth looks like you have been trusting God. You've seen him do it before. Spiritual growth is that not constantly asking if you feel like obeying. In other words, you're not questioning, do I even feel like I'm supposed to do this? No, you are just obeying God. It's a quick obedience. Spiritual growth is the willingness and enduring the pruning and the refining Spiritual growth is that desiring of God's word over man's opinion. I'm going to read that one more time. Spiritual growth is when you are desiring God's word over man's opinion. Spiritual growth is praying like you expect something to happen. Spiritual growth is when you're praying like you expect something to happen. Spiritual growth is cultivating love and compassion to others. Here's another quote I wanted to read to you. I have found that some things I thought were good for me were actually choking the life out of me. The things I was holding on to were the things God was asking me to let go of. He was right. Because letting go didn't empty me, but allowed me to be filled so much more. 
So, do you have broken places that you need to let go of? Have you tried to fix these things on your own? I want to read another verse to you real quick here. Give me one moment. In Ephesians 4.31 tells us, let all bitterness and wrath and anger, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding, which is clamor, and slander be put away from you. So what is God telling us? This is things that he wants us to let go of, to give to him. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor. Clamor is perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding, and slander be put away from you along with every kind of malice. What is malice? Malice is all spitefulness, verbal abuse, and malevolence. Now, Psalms 31 verse 15 says, My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Why is this verse important? Because when we pay attention to the fact that my life as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ is in God's hands, when you have these burdens and when you feel like you're surrounded by uh, just, it, it can feel like enemies. God wants us to be reminded tonight that our times are in his hands. So the, this, is, this, is, this is the important aspect of what this conference is talking about tonight. So we're going to get ready now to go into our next, um, you know, uh, part here. And I, and I look forward to when I come back. Wednesday Women's Conference. I am Jarkeisha McGahee. I am an encouragement speaker. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a podcaster. I'm all about providing encouragement and focusing on mental health to those that are in the Christian community. I'm always sending reminders about checking up on your people. So I'm here to let you know what I am letting go of and asking Jesus to help me to let go of. And the thing that I'm letting go of is all the things. I'm always trying to do all the things for everybody, everything. So I'm asking Jesus to help me to let go of all the things and to really do well with taking care of myself. I don't know how many more of you can relate, but we're trying to do all the things and we're saying yes to so many things. So I'm asking Jesus to help me in this season to not try to do all the things, to let go of some of the things, stop saying yes all the time, stop, stop trying to show up all the time and being okay with not being able to do things that you would normally do. Yes, it's kind of hard because you're always wanting to be in the loop. I've wanted to be in the loop and say, hey, God, I want to go and do and do and then spending and spending when you don't have 
child. So in this season, I am asking Jesus to help me to let go of saying yes so much and trying to do all the things and to really focus on the things that he has me to focus on and to support in the capacity and the way that I can focus on. So that's what I'm letting go of uh, and asking Jesus to help me to let go of in this season. And I pray that you will be able to let go of some of the things that you're holding on to that you need to release to God. God bless. And also, if you want to follow me, I am at CHOP with JAM. And CHOP stands for Check on Your People. God bless. Well, you know, I'm so grateful for each person that's sharing tonight, um, you know, what letting go means to them and what impact that's had on their lives. And, you know, I want to thank God that they've, you know, uh, shared for the conference tonight. And so, you know, my, my heart is that may it relate to you guys in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, what, I, I want to say something here about, you know, we hear a lot of times where people say, I want to be happy. I want, I want to just be happy. And, you know, some of us may have this thought, you know, happiness is, um, uh, is a life without any problems. And that's not reality. You know, we, we're living in this world and Jesus said that he would not take us out of this world, but that he would be with us in this world. And he said he would not leave us and he would be with us until the very end of time. And so that's a promise that we can hold on to as believers and as children of the most high God. So it's not the absence of problems, but it's an ability to walk through these different times that we face in our lives with our Heavenly Father and knowing that if God is for us, as Romans 8.31 tells us, if God is for us, who can be against us? It's Romans 8, verse 31. So, um, you know, what affects, the, you know, I, I want to, my second point here, what affects do you think that letting go has on each of you as a as a child of God on your faith and your trust in God. And I want to just remind you that throughout this conference, I love hearing from each of you. So I want to make sure that each of you are commenting, feel comfortable commenting, sharing, you know, I'm letting go of this. This is what I'm hoping to trust God about. Um, this is the thing that I, I, I've had problems letting go of. And, you know, so make sure that you're communicating tonight with me um, throughout this conference here. Amen. So what effects does letting go have on us in our faith and our trust in God? You know, the Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 2 that's philippians chapter 2 verse 16 it says hold firmly hold firmly to the word of life hold firmly to the word of life and that is something that i'm going to really challenge you tonight how many of you have been truly holding on to the words that are in this book, the Bible, the Holy Word of God. How many of you can be honest tonight and say, I truly hold on 
to God's word, everywhere, every part of what he's saying. Because, you know, when he speaks, he's speaking for us to hear him and listen and pay attention. And so um, God wants to heal us. God wants to set us free. God wants to encourage us. And he wants to remind us tonight, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. You don't even have to be afraid of stepping out and finding yourself in a place of change. I can't tell you how many times that God told me, step out of the boat. You're getting too comfortable in that boat now. You need to step out and step on this water. Keep your eyes on me and just know that I'm leading you and guiding you. That is a place of change. That's a place of uncertainty. That's a place that's uncomfortable. And that's a place where you may not have many cheerleaders. You may not have many people that, that believe you're supposed to do that. Because why? It's safer and more comfortable to stay in that boat. And so, but if God is leading you and guiding you and telling you, you need to step away now, you need to go further. You need to let go of this place and move on to the next for what I have for you. That's very, very important. Do you know that God will, God told each of us, and this is a promise that I want, I really want to establish tonight. God has told each of us that there are things as we trust him and we rely on him and we leave these people, places, things behind. He tells us these are things that you will never see again. You will never deal with them again. If you truly allow me to cut them off and just separate you from that, you will never see that again. And that that is found. Let's read this in. Let's read these two verses because it's really important. It says here in verse um, Exodus 14 and verse 13. Then Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Today, will you come in agreement that what God has for you is something he wants to do for you today? Today, tomorrow's a promise. He's allowed you to be watching and be a part of this conference tonight. So would you today obey him? And let these things go. Will you trust him? He says, you will see the salvation of the Lord. For those Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again. You will never see them again. And there are some of you that pruning, cutting, clipping that God is doing in your life. It's hard. It hurts when God tells you, you must separate from these things. Why? These things are taking life from you. When God is pruning you and clipping and cutting things away, these are that's a part of our walk of faith that God wants to grow us up in. But some of us, 
because of fear of what that means of letting something go will will even with God cutting it will sometimes appease the people, places, and things, and go back there and say, I just want to make sure we're good. And, and yet God is saying, it's good. You need to leave. It's time to move on. Now, the next part of that chapter 14 is verse four, verse 14. So I read verse 13 that you'll never see these, these things again, right? In verse 14, it's something that's important that we must do because in order for us to experience this promise that we would never see these things again, verse 14 is very important for the child of God. The Lord says, he will fight for you. you he will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Now, I know that's not easy always. I know that's not always easy because sometimes we always want to have that last word. <laughs> sometimes we always want to have that last word. And yet God is saying, in order for you to see me, fight for you and take care of this the way I need to take care of it, you need to quiet down. You need to quiet down and you need to stay calm. You don't even have to say a word. God will fight for you when you let it go. When you let go, you let, let go. Now you're letting God arise. Do you know that in the book of Exodus, we also read how God shows how much he's fighting for his people that he declares in the book of Exodus, he declares and demonstrates that there's no one greater than he is when we read of the different plagues and we read of the different things that Moses was being, being led by God to take God's people out of the one place in Egypt and move them into another place that God has prom God promised them. Now, when God was releasing them from this one place, we see God multiple times declaring through Moses, God was speaking through Moses, let my people go. So when God is telling you to let go, God, and you let God fight for you, he now becomes your defender. He becomes the one that is greater than, the, and than anything else in this whole world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. So when you let God arise, God will make all your enemies be scattered in Jesus' name. You want to give God a praise for that? Amen? Because... God will arise as you let go and you trust our Heavenly Father to take care of business for you. Amen? Amen? Are you being led by your spirit or are you being led by your wounds? That's a great quote from Toby Mack. 
He said, are you being led by your spirit or are you being led by your wounds? Do you know that a wounded person, even those that love the Lord, can actually, the wound can hurt so much that the wound can speak louder, can become like a louder voice than the way you hear God's voice if you're not careful. And this is why letting go and letting God heal you even now tonight is so important. I want you, listen, I can't be where you are right now, but God is. He wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He doesn't want to let this wound continue to hurt you or grow or continue to be uh, the scab, continue to be broken off so that you keep being reminded of that hurt and that pain. God is saying, would you let him come and heal your wounds in Jesus' name? Now, the other thing is, I like this quote as well. Another one from Toby Mack. Please stop entertaining what God wants to remove from your life. Stop entertaining what God wants to remove from your life. What are the things that you are still saying? God, you can have this, but this can't have that. You can't have that. That means you've not told God that he is the Lord of all. You're not letting that go. You're, you're, you know that if you're not careful, you're telling God that he's not enough when you are still entertaining something else. And God says he'll share his glory with no one and nothing. He alone wants to be the Lord and Savior and Master of your life. He wants to be in charge of everything. So if you think that, if you think that something is better than he is, you've not surrendered that part to God. And that is something you need to do tonight. And if you can't do anything about it, then you have to let it go. Don't be a prisoner to things that you cannot change. If you can't do anything about it, then let it go. In other words, some of you might feel like I'm trying everything possible to make something better. But if you've tried everything possible, you've prayed about it, you have let it go, you have uh, felt like, you know, you, you've done your part. Don't be a prisoner anymore of that thing and then anymore. Don't be a prisoner of it. God is not asking you to change it. God is just asking you to now let it go. Let that thing go in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. You know, um, I am so encouraged because I had the honor of, of having Andrena um, you know, uh, Sawyer come and, and, uh, we had a great discussion together and she also had a great quote here. I wanted to share. It says fighting to hold on to what God said to let go of is an outright denial of his omnis, omnipotence. Oh my goodness. Omnipresence. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> but why is that? Because if you're saying, God, I got to hold on to it. It's like what I was just saying. Then you're saying he's not big enough. He's not, he's not able to take care of something that you think you've got to still hold on to. And that is a dangerous place. 
and God is saying, we've got to make our election sure. We got to make sure that we know that he's God, that we allow him to be God, that we trust him as God. And so I loved the interview and I really enjoyed our time together. So I'm looking forward to you also um, hearing it. And I, I thank God for this time. Greetings, friends and family of Resplendency. I'm so excited to be a part of the Women's Ministry Conference this year. My name is Anjanette McGee Kaysen, also known as Chef Angie of Chef Angie's Rescue Meals. This year, we're going to discuss how we are letting go and releasing it all to God. And how we can do that is by letting go of doubt, unbelief, not having faith in God that he can do what he said he can. I'm going to share with you a scripture that Resplendency shared with me many years ago. This scripture has been on my refrigerator for several years, and it has to take to it a tiny mustard seed. This tiny mustard seed is a reminder for me, and anytime doubt or unbelief tries to creep up in my mind, I read over the scriptures I'm going to share with you. The book of Luke, the 17th chapter, 6th verse, and the Amplified Version reads, And the Lord said, If you have confident, abiding faith in God, even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, which has very strong roots, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea. And if the request is in agreement with the will of God, it would have obeyed you. God is calling us for us to have faith in him, trust in him completely. We have to stand upon his word, believe confidently, that God said he can do all things and it's in the scriptures. He asked for us to be obedient to him. We need to have a great prayer life. We need to be able to stand upon his promises and confidently know that God has our back. I don't know what you're praying for or believing for. I was believing for God that one day I want to open up a restaurant. God, one day I want to be a private chef. I'm believing you, but I had doubt that tried to creep in. The devil tried to say, oh, you can't do it. But God told me you can. And every time I passed by my refrigerator and I read this scripture and I looked at this mustard seed, it showed me that God can do it. I just need to have faith in him. So I'm sharing with you today that you can trust God. You can believe God for whatever it is. It doesn't matter how old we are or how young we are. Whatever that God has placed upon your heart, Believe and trust him that he can do it. I know confidently that God can do. So we have the little faith as a mustard seed. And then we expand that to great big faith in God. Watch what God can do. God is wants to, he desires to bless us. And our desire is to bless him. And how we bless him is believing, trusting completely in his word. Believing, trusting that God will do what he said. I'm so happy to be a part of this Women's Ministry Conference, and I know that God's going to move in your life. Just trust and believe that God will do, and he will never fail us. Have a great Women's Ministry Conference this year. We thank you for joining us and want to once again highlight some brief reminders. Please make sure to like, comment, and share today's video with friends, family, coworkers, or anyone who might be encouraged. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel as well as stay up to date on all of our virtual events and services.
We invite you to follow us at Resplendency Inc. on all of our social media pages listed on the screen or in the description below. We encourage you to post about our conference and tag at Resplendency as well as use the hashtags letting go, let go, or stand out and shine. Whether this is your first year joining us or you have attended before, we invite our viewers and those joining us to write in our book of remembrance what the conference meant to you or how it impacted you. If you would like to do so, send us an email at contact at resplendency.com. Again, that's contact at resplendency.com to write your thoughts on what letting go meant to you. We also want to remind you that our Bonfire Conference merch is currently available in various sizes and various colors. Please select the link in the description of the video to see more options and how you can represent the conference merch today. And now, back to the conference. Welcome, everyone, and uh, what a blessing it is to have Miss Adrena Sawyer with us. I am so honored that she could be a part of this year's conference. Um, and, you know, I, I had the honor of meeting Andrina um, online and uh, just had a great connection. Father has used um, Andrina in a, in a very wonderful way. And I, I just want her to share from her heart all that God has entrusted to her in the ministry and how God is using her in business and and encouraging so many women. So thank you, Andrina, for joining us. Thank you so much, Pastor Natalie. It is an absolute privilege. Um, it's funny how social media makes you feel like you know someone very well. <laughs> and so I feel like I know you know you very well, but I really do. I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of this year's conference. And I'm excited because I know God is doing some amazing things over there with the ministry. And I'm just, I'm grateful to be a part. Amen. 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 Tell everyone a little bit about what you do and, and how God is using you. Sure. So, so full-time, I am the executive director of a nonprofit um, that the Lord was gracious and allowed me to start a couple years ago has a really long name, Minority Christian Women Entrepreneurs Network. <laughs> and so we refer to it as McQuen. And, uh, you know, again, I'm the director of that organization. So I support the growth and I keep my ears really close to hear how the Lord is leading. And our goal is to really support uh, Christian women in business. I do that. I consult sometimes. I write. I've written a few books. And um, anything that I can find that's purpose-driven, I probably have my hand in it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I know the Lord is using you to now be that example to so many other women right now. So that's a total blessing in the hour that we live in right now. Amen. Amen. And that's that's really the goal, honestly. Um, I took a leap of faith 12 years ago, and I just said, God, whatever you're doing in the marketplace, I want to be a part of it. So I find myself doing that now, a lot of entrepreneurial things, um, including McQuinn. And I, and I love it. I love the women that we work with and I love what I get to do. Amen. Amen. And I see that God is, you know, letting it explode. So that's a total blessing to see all that God is doing. And I really see God using it even more in the future. Amen. 
Amen. I received that. We received that. Amen. <laughs> Whatever he wills, we'll take it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, we, you know, we want to pray and uh, then we're going to go over some things together. I have a few questions I want to talk to Adrena about. So let's just pray together right now. Father God, you know, oh God, where each of us are, God, and you see the needs, oh God, represented, Lord. And Father God, there are there are some right now, they need to make choices and letting things go, Lord. But there are some right now, Lord, they also need to fight in the spirit and not let it go, Lord. So God, I pray right now that as we, oh God, just have this time together, that mm. Father God, you would just move mightily, God, in this whole conversation. You'll be glorified, oh God, and we just thank you, Lord. In mm. Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, the um the conference as um, you know, as I as I was from like over these last few months, just preparing and praying, and and even now the Lord is still working this word in me about mm. letting go. And mm. I know um uh, a lot of times, you know, modern day nowadays, everybody's like, you know, oh, you mean Frozen, the movie, <laughs> or something. But this is uh, such a deep spiritual aspect mm. of understanding the wisdom of knowing when to let something go, and it's really important that we be led by the Lord on how to let something go and move on but also to understand the importance of when we need to hold on tight and mm. fight the spirit and not release that thing yet until the Lord blesses us in Jesus name. Amen. So I want to go over this a little bit more with you. And I want, I want to discuss here. Let me just read this verse here in Psalms 81 verse six. It says, now I will take the load from your shoulders I will free your hands from their heavy task because the things sometimes that we're holding on to that do need to be let go of become heavy burdens. And sometimes it, it becomes too much to endure and push through. And, and Father wants us to know and as we go to him in prayer to rightly divide, Father God, there, this burden, I got to cast it on you and leave that burden there mm. there are times though that the burden is still there even after we prayed and we released it in prayer so what do we do then we continue on and we press on in jesus name and so mm. that's why this is so important that we discuss this so i want i want you to tell everyone how how important it is to you to let go and release all the things mm. to heavenly father how important that is to you adrina what what has transpired in your life because as an example mm. you know as a daughter of god as a child of god you've been walking and serving with him you've had experiences with him what kind of things in your life have you've had to just release? And after you did that, how did it affect your faith? 
share that. So I'll, I'll tell you why this is both a funny and serious question to me. Um, so two weeks ago, on a whim, I decided to cut my hair, right? So I'm like bald now, if you wouldn't get to see that. And it was on on a whim, right? I said I needed to to do something different because I was experiencing some heat damage with my hair. And so I wanted to start all over again. And it's funny to me because everyone is shocked that I did this. But it's serious to me because it's very much symbolic of what letting go looks like in my relationship with God. Wow. I had a really hard time. Um getting to the stage of cutting my hair because for so long my identity was wrapped up in what i was supposed to look like as a businesswoman, as a christian woman as all these different things um but once i did it i found so much freedom mm. and i think it's so symbolic of our walk with god and what we're called to do with letting go i think letting go is the summary of our walk yeah, it's man. dying to self it's submitting to God, yes. <laughs> right? It's doing all of the things that we want to hold on to. Um, and God says, you know, like, let all of that go. Take me out of the box and walk with me. Yes. I think especially when it comes to burdens, we try to, to play God sometimes. And so it's hard to let some things go because we want to figure it out. We want all the answers when we want them. We want the one-year plan, five-year plan, 10-year plan. And so the very act of saying, I don't know, God, like do this thing and I'm going to leave it at your altar, really leave it at your altar, is counterintuitive. It's almost unnatural to us because we like control. Mm -hmm. um so i think it's the summary letting go is the summary of our walk with god mm. daily <laughs> amen amen so um you know when i think of letting go i think of how it's a process like you're saying and as a christian i want to just read um a verse to you here you know as a christian there are times where because we have that old flesh and that old nature and that, you know, you know, that that way of maybe we, we used to think before Christ came into our lives, before he was transforming the way we were thinking. And, you know, in first Peter two, verse one, it says, therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy envy and slander of every kind and you know when you think of that you think of well you know there are some right now as christians that they think of 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 that and they say well i had a reason to be malicious mm -hmm. um, you know um people were slandering me so what did they do they slandered in return Mm -hmm. We see that on social media. We see that in, you know, when families, we see that, you know, where there's so much pain and hate. And it's mm -hmm. like that, you know, I'm giving in return what someone did to me. And that is something, you know, that is like a constant act of our will to say, no, mm -hmm. I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to let that go. That mm -hmm. is 
not an easy place as a Christian, as a child of God who wants to stand out and shine for Jesus, you know, (laughs) we want to stay the light of the world, you know, and, you know, what do you do when someone's rude and, or, you know, spitefully using you or, you Mm. know, um, saying things that are not true, that are not lovely, that are not of a good report, all these kind of tests that we walk through, you know, how do we as children of God, how do we remain in that faith? Like how you were, you were expressing that Mm -hmm. these places in the Lord of trusting him and and be God share a little of that. Sure. I, and I agree with you. I, it's, it's a process. And I think sometimes, um, we do a disservice when we try to paint this picture that deliverance in any way was an overnight thing. Thank you. Because <laughs> it's not true. You know, you have the, the enemy who's contending, right, for, for the thing. You have your flesh that's warring against you, right? And we have our own just kind of natural things, right? <laughs> and it's, it's a process. I think one of the things that's helping me, um, is realizing that I either I'm going to do life God's way or I'm going to do it my way. Yes. And when I think about all the things that I've done my way and the disappointments that they have led me to, it's worth the chance to do it God's way. Amen. And when when it comes to I am West African, right? So I've I've been raised to be very assertive, almost brash at times. And so, you know, not telling someone how I really feel sometimes with a little bit of attitude and a little bit of neck shaking is hard, especially when I know they've used me, when I know that I could say something that punches them just as hard as they punched me. And I'll tell you a, a story, right? Queen Vashti, right? Vashti, Vashti, some people say in the book of Esther, mm-hmm. I always had an issue with why the king rejected her after she refused to come out when he called for her. Because I always thought we justified in not wanting to be shown off as a trophy woman. She's affirming and asserting herself as you know a woman with dignity and pride. And so I always took issue with the book of Esther because of that. Until one day I got the revelation if you want your rights, it's within your right to want your right, your right to like make a decision, your right to not be used by anyone in any way. But what happens is if you say, God, yes, I have my right, but I want what you want for me more. It means that sometimes you look foolish, but you get the greater inheritance like Esther did. Right. And so it's like we have a right. I think any normal person just referencing back to that book would say, I don't blame her for not wanting to come out. Right. But what happens when we say, even though it's uncomfortable to me, I will do this thing because I know that gentleness is more pleasing to God. Submission is more pleasing to God. Humility is more pleasing to God. Then we don't assert ourselves, but we get the greater good that God has. And that's that's always kind of convicted me um, to choose to die to self, even when I desperately want to just do things my way, especially with other people. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100 percent, 100, 100 percent, you know. Yeah. But then also the aspect of um, 
you know, pressing on and fighting, you know, um, you know, in the faith and keeping the faith and holding on to your faith, because there are times when the battle is so intense um, Mm -hmm. and it can wear you down in life and disappointments, hurts, pains, you know, different things. Um, You could feel alone at times in walking with the Lord. So, you know, these different times in life, it's, it gets to a place where you can feel tempted to throw away your confidence in the Lord, to throw away your faith. And, and, you know, the Bible encourages us to fight the good fight of faith, to, to keep warring in the spirit and to press on, you know, um, toward that goal in Philippians three, verse 14, it says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And that is where we understand the difference of, I'm not going to throw away my confidence. I am not going to let go of following Jesus. I'm going to press on in what he's called me to. And I think at times we could get so caught up with, you know, what is this one doing? Or what is that one doing? Or, you know, I'm not, I'm, I may not look as successful, maybe. And, you know, that's a dangerous place, because we even saw the disciples do that with Jesus, like, you know, who's going to sit in your left, who's going to sit, you know, it's like, and, and, and all that is so secondary Mm. to the Lord, you know, he called us with something that he wants us to do, you know, each, each of us have a calling and a purpose. And, and this is why the importance of understanding, you know, I love, I, I do have to say, I love the term when someone says stay in your lane. And I know sometimes some people can get offended by that, but I think it's important when you really listen to that in the spiritual way, God has a purpose and a plan for you and your path may look different than someone else. So stop comparing or trying to compete with someone Mm -hmm. else. You see, and that's an important place of also letting go, but also pressing on, you know what I'm saying? Like, so he doesn't want us to be um, confused. You know, we're in one place where like holding on to something, but then like, (laughs) (laughs) Going for, he wants us to recognize and discern the difference. So if you yeah. want to share a little bit on that as well. Yeah, I, I think of it in terms of God's creativity, right? Like down to the fact that all of our fingerprints are different. And if he's so detailed in his creativity with our uniqueness, why do we sometimes think like, oh, we must all look the same or we must all have the same metric, like, you know, of what success is? I think it does a disservice to God's creativity. And I, and I think it, it undermines the, the work that needs to be done Amen. because there's so much work. You know, you know, scripture talks about us all being different parts of the body. And it's like, if the arm is trying to be the leg and the eye is trying to be the nose, then who's going to do what those things were designed for? And it's it's unfair that, unfair, I'm using that loosely, that we are in this generation 
because we're the ones that social media has consumed like never before in any other generation and so even when you're trying to crucify the flesh sometimes you turn to your left it's there you turn to your right it's there on your news feed there's always something that's feeding the need to like compare and hold on a little bit longer than god might desire um, or intend for us and so i think it's it's back to the crucifying the flesh daily even down to like god i'm gonna give you my ambitions i'm gonna give you like the focus and and to trust which is a process but to trust that he has the thing for you that's for you and it's bigger you know scripture talks about no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind can comprehend what's in store for those who love God and are called according to him. I think about um, Pastor Natalie, this meme. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like, there's this little girl and there's Jesus and Jesus' hand is extended asking her to give him her teddy bear. And yes. she's saying, no, 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 I'm not gonna give it to you. But in the back of, on his back, you know, there's a bigger teddy bear that she can't see. And I'm like, <laughs> it's childlike, but it's so many of us where we're like, God, I want this thing. I want this ambition. I want this role. And he's like, no, I have something else, something bigger. You can't see it yet, but I yeah. have it for you. That's so good. So good. And Lord, help us right now. Lord, Father, help us to um, recognize that, Lord, that your plans are so much bigger than ours in the name of amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, amen. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, I'm telling you, even he says, faith is small as a mustard seed. And, you know, we think we got to have this giant faith. And he's like, faith the size of a mustard seed. That's all you need. Amen. And when you feel like, oh, God, my faith tank is so low. Mm. This is why we need each other. This is why we need to encourage one another. The Bible says that we're to spur one another on. We're supposed to support and encourage not try to outdo, but encourage, yeah. encourage and cheer for one yeah. another, support each other in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> We're so much better together. Amen. <laughs> and the enemy knows that, you know, so he plays with that all the time. True. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And mm. so the Holy Spirit promises to be our guide he promises to be our helper and comforter um i would love for you before you encourage the viewers i want you to sit, just share um this aspect of how father has comforted you led you maybe maybe you've been in the valley maybe mm. you've been on the mountaintop maybe you you've even had to encourage others who've been there as well um share a little bit about how that experience of experience him as your guide mm -hmm. and, and helper and mm -hmm. you know the leadership of the holy spirit because mm -hmm. without the leadership of the holy spirit there really it there really is a difference in a believer's life Absolutely. so would share a little bit Sure. It's interesting because I think the revelation um, of the Holy Spirit is what transformed my relationship with God. For for a long time, I grew up in a Christian household. My parents converted when I was nine. 
gave the, my life to the Lord then, rededicated my life more seriously at 15. But for many years, my Christian walk was very religious and it lacked intimacy with the Father. So I would go to church, I would read the Bible, I would be in these different service departments. I did all the right things. But when some of the hardest seasons in my life came, there was no anchor because I thought, well, if I'm fasting, if I'm praying, if I'm reading the word, why am I not seeing miracles? Why am I not seeing transformation? And I think it wasn't until there was a revelation of who the Holy Spirit is, right? In God's loving nature to us, that my prayer life changed. It was no longer just words that I said out loud, but it was me contending in the spirit realm and saying, but God, you promised God, your character shows that you love me. And you said, if my father who's wicked knows how to give good gifts, how much more you? And so it's like that exchange with God started to say, well, God, I don't feel your love in this situation and I need a revelation. And that changed me. Yeah. It changed how I prayed. And I, I believe that God responded to that intimacy. It, he responded as James, you know, the book of James says, like, we can't ask and he doesn't give us even wisdom. Right. I think God responds when we are that intimate because he goes from being just a deity to like Abba, you know, like that love and that intimacy is there. Um, that, that revelation, it really, really changed my life. And in the darkest times, right, the knowledge of, of, of God's comfort is what keeps you going yes. because he never promises that it's going to be easy. Correct. He never promises that it's going to change overnight, no matter how much you pray and fast sometimes, like there's a process and you can't go around it. You have to get through it. And yes. so how we get through it is the understanding and the hope of God's covenant of being with us, even though I'm not exempt, you know, you are not exempt. We're not exempt from going through it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Also, there's times when, you know, there's maybe relationships, you know, maybe, you know, that need to be uh, released. Um, mm -hmm. You need to move on from, uh, mm -hmm. for, for different reasons, um, you know. And so those are hard places for uh, many to just move on from a relationship that maybe God's really been putting his finger on. I know the Bible encourages us at times to even come out from among them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the crowd um, is having an influence on us. And so we need to pay attention on how that crowd that we have around us is influencing us because a crowd of people can influence us, even if you feel like you're the leader of that crowd, you've got to be careful on how you're being impacted by the company that you're keeping. And there Absolutely. are times that we need to separate ourselves from mm -hmm. certain people, places, things, um, mm -hmm. and let it go, let, it, let those things go release it, move on. I know um, when it's happened in families, mm -hmm. that is very painful. That is a very mm -hmm. hard, painful place. Um, but it Absolutely. is, it's real. And that those things, unfortunately, happen. Um, father sees it, father knows. 
Um, he knows that pain. So mm -hmm. if you want to share a little bit also on that um, regarding, you know, just knowing how to let go on in, in that aspect as well. Yeah, it is hard. It's hard. Um, and it's not our fault because I, I believe God made us relational on purpose. And so the, the need to be a part of a group, a part of a community is, is innate in us. And no, no one likes to be lonely. Um, I've gone through two very clear seasons of isolation that were almost unbearable. Um, it just, it was, it's hard. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I take comfort in knowing what scripture says though, right? Um, and what scripture models. So I think about Paul's transformation before he became Paul of the New Testament. He was in the desert, right? For a long time, because God needed him alone. Moses yeah. went through isolation. David, a lot of the Psalms were writ written while he was in isolation in yeah. fear for his life. It's almost like it's a rite of passage that God makes some of us go through or allow some of us to go through because if we follow the crowd too closely it starts to like blur his voice mm -hmm. right it starts to make us dependent on the crowd we look for our affirmation our confidence our solution i remember a season where i was financially i was struggling so much uh pastor natalie and i remember i would call everybody that I could to borrow some money, you know, because they were the solution that was in front of me. And I just remember the Holy Spirit just kind of doing that gentle rebuke sometimes, that gentle nudge that he does. And he says, well, if God is Jehovah Jireh, why do you feel the need to go to everybody but him? And when we don't know how to come out from the group, these are the revelations that we miss out on, the encounters where we get to see God be God in all yeah. the elements for us. And um, it's hard though, because no one wants to be alone, but it's for a lot of us, for spiritual maturity, it's a necessary part of the process. Um, Joseph, your brothers betray you. How hurtful is that? <laughs> to have to be separated from the people that you thought were for you and not against you. He was the favorite child and to have to be even separated from his father. It's a hurtful process. Um, but then we look at even the end result of that. Yes. Had he not gone through that, would he have been promoted the way that he was? Yes. You know, so all of it, even though some of some of it is so painful, God intends to bring it for our good. Amen. Amen. Beautifully said. I, I so agree with you. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think every, every aspect of it is the lesson. Um, and like, like you just said, you know, the closer the person was to you, sometimes mm -hmm. the more painful it is when it is someone who maybe like misused you, uh, took advantage of you, maybe stole from yeah. you. I mean, there's so many different things that, um, you know, in life that we each go through. And, yeah. you know, it's that part of where the Bible talks about, don't keep a record of wrongs. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. And, um, you know, as, as, as a Lord 
takes you out of that situation and brings healing and mm-hmm. teaches you to forgive and release. That's part of that letting go is, is forgiveness and, and releasing them into, you know, the hands of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important to not keep that record of wrongs because what, what can, what we can tend to do is to begin to like, feel like everyone is the same. You know, like you get tempted to think that it's like that familiar, like, you know, I can't let that person get too close because it's, it's too, it's too similar, it's too familiar. And I'm not going through that again. So these are important lessons um, in life as a Christian that we are, you know, this is real talk. You know, I know, I know a lot of times it's like, oh, just, you know, just pray it through, just you know, yes, we got to pray it through. Yes. Speak the word of the Lord. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. stay close to God. But these are conversations that we need to be honestly having because these are real things that we go through as children of God. And what does God want us to do, do with it? You know what I'm saying? Just sweep it under a rug. And, you know, then before you know it, the rug has that you know, that, you know, when it's got that, that little bump in, in it, and then you trip over it because you never dealt with it. You never dealt with it the right way. And, you know, the, I, I like to call it the dance. A lot of times a, a place of avoidance, people mm-hmm. will avoid things at times, confrontation or dealing with things uh, properly. Um, so it becomes a dance instead of confronting and love. I know at times um, it can get heated in the moment, but it doesn't have to stay there in order for healing to come forth. A lot of times this honest and real talk has to be made. So healing can come and and true forgiveness, not just, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You know, like it's not really okay on the inside of you, but just to avoid talking about it, it's like, no, no, it's okay. No, God wants us to, to handle everything the way he wants us to handle it. And that's why the guidance of the Holy Spirit is so important. And there's wisdom in knowing when to just separate yourself. At times, mm-hmm. you do not have to explain why mm-hmm. you do that. You do not have to, you know, there's some that want an explanation and there's times where you don't need to explain because yeah. you yourself will know, even if I try to explain, this person will flip it and turn it around and make me look like the person who, who did something wrong and they're yeah. not recognizing their part. You know, in a relationship, it always takes both mm-hmm. to uh, work at it. And um, that's just real talk. Amen. You know? Amen. Very, very real talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, look, life is. I I I called my dad yesterday and I told him. I said I'm tired of people, and I just <laughs> this. And because I told him, I said I've been used for the last time in business is what I was saying to him. Obviously, it's not going to be the last time <laughs> because there's always going to be someone who tries it. You know, and it's it's the nature of human human beings. And I remember my, my dad telling me, he says, well, for as long as you deal with people, you're going to deal with this. And so either you become this recluse and you stay in the house, lock the doors, don't have any relationships with people, or you just know that this is a part of life. 
and you you have to have boundaries because some people will abuse right you have to have boundaries you have to have discernment because some people will come you know wolf in sheep's clothing is a real thing and if i could be honest one of the more painful parts of this is when you have these types of issues within the body in church went through a season where i stopped going to church for a little bit Mm -hmm. i i had so much church hurt and it hurt not because people outside of the church didn't hurt me but because i expected better Yes. And I just, it was, a, it's a real thing. It's a yes. real thing. And we have to have not only discernment, we have to be prayerful, but we have to have boundaries. Sometimes you have to say no. Mm-hmm. And not everybody, we forget that in scripture, not everybody got along. And I think about like Paul and Barnabas or Abraham and and, and, and Lot having to part ways. <laughs> yes. It happens. It's a real thing in for as long as we're humans, I think that's a cross that's just going to be there. <laughs> it is. It is. And that's why um, I wanted to have this kind of real discussion, you know, um, in in this conference, you know, because like I said earlier, that we're we're made of flesh and, you know, to make an excuse for the things that we do, then you know, um, like if we're, if we're wrong in the way we're treating someone and we know it's wrong, but we don't Mm -hmm. change and we don't Mm -hmm. ask for forgiveness and we don't try to make something right. We're the one wrong. We've got, we've got to like, stop putting it on the other person. And, you know, as if we're the victim and that's why we're responding. It's, it's kind of like that both, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Where, and it's, you're so right on in saying boundaries, um, I think at times, um, some who may be used to, um, because of, you know, how the Bible speaks of us walking in love yeah. and you know, extending his love, which we are supposed to do, um, yeah. we're supposed to show these fruits of the spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, tenderness, mm-hmm. self-control, all these things we're supposed to be, you know, demonstrating right to others. Yeah especially like you're saying first in the body of Christ, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 um, we need to understand that if the fruit is not good and we recognize mm-hmm. that fruit is not good, don't make an excuse because, oh, you know, seems like everybody thinks it's okay. No, no. There's something on the inside. Who's that? The Holy spirit yeah. giving you that discernment saying, uh-uh, this yeah. does please me. And if you're not careful, like we were talking earlier about the company, we can now find ourselves becoming something that God never intended us to. But but because we're still around that, making Mm. an excuse for it, you see what I'm saying? So So it's so important to overlook an offense, like, you know, cover, cover one another in love. Don't mm-hmm. go like, you know, gossiping and all oh, this person's this is for mm-hmm. you're supposed to cover one another in love, but we're also supposed to rightly divide and supposed mm-hmm. to be very discerning. And God wants us to use the wisdom, as you said, so beautifully with boundaries, because Absolutely. we are not called to be abused. He Absolutely. is calling us as children of God to be abused by anyone. Very true. As, as you were talking, I, I thought about in scripture, 
uh, the passage where Jesus sees a fig tree from a distance and the tree looked healthy. Then when he got up close, he saw that there was like dead fruit on the tree. And so he cursed the tree. And I think sometimes it's like with with people, we see the toxic behavior. We see that it's reeking of death and we there's no life, right? It's not a mutual relationship. It's not reciprocal. It's not healthy. And we make these excuses and say, well, it'll just be dead, but I can help breathe life into it. It's just a little bit toxic. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember reading that, that passage and thinking that's such a drastic thing to curse the tree. And it says when he made his way back around, the tree was dead. You know, and sometimes it's it's like that in relationships. We we want we want harmony. We're called to to be peacemakers, but what we're not called to do is to make excuses for like toxic death situations. It's like love covers it covers a, a multitude of sins, but love also is is truthful. You know, it's it's honest. Yes, yes, amen, amen. Amen. And we're not called to curse anybody. So I'm no. just going to do that. <laughs> no. That's not at all what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, not, not the person, not the person. <laughs> he actually, you know, the, the Bible actually says, bless those. Curse you. That curse you. Yeah. I mean, that's not an easy thing right there. Yeah. yeah. Bless them, don't curse them. You know, when we do that, in in truth, not mm. in a falsehood, you know, I, mm. I fake face. No, we God wants us to be real. <laughs> to be real, real honest. Yes. And please do not curse people. No. <laughs> no. Just, just to be discerning of the situation, you know, is it life-giving or is it, you know, is it toxic? And if it's toxic, don't ignore it. You know? Exactly. And just know that when you leave it in God's hands, yeah. like how Jesus saw that it wasn't good, yeah. Jesus take care of it. That's Amen. that's the truth. You know. Amen. And he and he does. And he does. He he takes Amen. good care of us and he takes good care of those situations. And don't don't uh don't go looking for it. Don't go go back seeing, oh, when I wonder what happened leave it in god's hands that's that's the mm-hmm. thing letting go leaving it in god's hands such an important way of mm-hmm. wisdom you know when you walk in wisdom like that mm-hmm. um, and when mm-hmm. someone and when someone comes to you and say hey did you know i don't want to know right i it's better that i don't know and if you do find out guard your heart that you don't mm-hmm. respond if something is not good happening to yeah. something that maybe hurt you this is just all aspects of you know yeah. important part of checking ourselves in the and lord then, you know and keeping and our lives right with god and um, you know I, I mean god god sees and he knows all things and, and i believe like even when you were saying earlier about walking in the 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 um wilderness or walking in the valleys um sometimes we we feel like we're walking in the valley of the shadow of death i mean sometimes mm-hmm. it just feels at times like a weight when you're mm-hmm. walking in these hard difficult places and they feel alone and you know what i love the reminder when when he tells 
he tells you you're not alone amen amen that 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 soft whisper you're not alone right here i'm not leaving you even if everybody else is gone i'm here with you what a loving god we have what a what a precious friend we have in jesus amen you know everything we need is found in jesus and that's why to everyone even right now that's listening everything you need is found in jesus amen why if you've got to let some people go or let some things go today let them go Mm. and release it to god and don't pick it back up in jesus name Amen. His name, but also recognize when you have to fight in the spirit for something, and keep believing for God to have His way. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And if I could encourage the person who feels alone, Pastor Natalie, just for a second, um, relationships in life and our walk, they're very much seasonal, right? Like nobody, we don't see anybody in scripture that's alone forever. And so if you've had to make a decision that's left you isolated for a season, know that God, part of God's redemptive plan is like to make sure that he restores what we've lost. And so if you've had to make a difficult decision about a relationship, one, know that he's big enough to redeem that person or those people that have hurt you. And that's part of why it's important to not become hardened by some of these really tough situations, because if that person is redeemed, you know, we engage with them a little bit differently, knowing the grace of God is marked on their lives. But even if they're not redeemed, even if they don't ask for forgiveness, know that you can move through life and God can restore your heart and whatever you've lost um, in the context of those things. Like he's such a big, big God. So it might be lonely for a season, right? And there's this fruit that comes even from that, but it won't be like that forever. Amen, amen, amen. You know, the devil comes to rob, kill and destroy, but Jesus said he came that we would have life and life abundantly. And that is only found in Jesus. That's not going to be found in any other person on this earth, anything Mm -hmm. on this earth. Life abundantly is only found in Jesus. That is my prayer. Every person that's listening would understand you can have the life that he's promised Mm -hmm. through him, through him Mm -hmm. and with him. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I would like for you to just um, pray right now. If you want to say any other words about like, um, also like how maybe where you see yourself, where God's taking you in the terms of, you know, um, God knows by faith where he's taking you, but where do you sense his leadership? And, yeah. and, you know, I know some people say, Hey, in the next five years, where do you see, you know what? He could come back tomorrow. <laughs> I, I wish <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Crazy world, right? Come back. 
Um, but you know, like even, you know, in terms of, um, you know, this beautiful work that he's called you to, um, and, and also, you know, I really believe that he wants to, I don't, I'm just, I just want to speak this to you real quick. I, I sense him wanting to put people with you to support you and encourage you to move you into the next level. Um, and it's going to be through strategy and different things mm-hmm. that, of how he uh, causes it to happen. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I just want to encourage you with that, Andrina. I really, I really do sense that. And I mm-hmm. pray that that uh, sits right in your heart, uh, bears witness with you. Um, mm-hmm. But I also pray right now as you share, what mm-hmm. do you sense the Lord um, doing, you know, mm-hmm. with... Um, this beautiful work that he's called you to. And let me ask you this as well. If he asked you to start another work, mm. just say in a few years from now, he asks you, he asks you to just release this work and entrust it to someone else because there was something else. Would you be willing? That's, that's another aspect of letting go. So I'm just, you know, asking you, this is just real talk here. <laughs> yes, it's very real talk. <laughs> and I would say without a doubt, uh, Pastor Natalie, I would absolutely let it go. And and here's why, because I, I've had some things that I've held on to really, really tight. And God had to humble me uh, by stripping me of a lot of things that I thought I had earned, I'd worked for, I deserved um and what that season taught me is if anything that you hold on tightly you run the risk of it becoming an idol in your life and god will not compete whether it's work or finance or relationship or people or position you just won't compete with an idol in your life and so yes i would let go if if god if i knew i, w- I would i would war for a little bit because i want to make sure that it was god and not the enemy trying to deceive me but if i knew beyond a shadow of a doubt it was god i would let it go um it's funny that that what you just spoke over my life uh earlier this year in june in january what i kept hearing in my spirit was strategic partnerships and so yeah so you know the mcquen team will tell you we've been so focused on strategic partnerships all year it's may about five six months now because that's what god put in my heart at the start of this year so what's ahead for me personally i think god is calling me to like a deeper transformation and freedom in him and not like the world's definition of like liberal like interpretation of scripture but like freedom in christ like to know him like i've never known him before i think he's calling me to that and i think for work he's calling me to a place of of influence in the marketplace but not influence for myself but this might sound funny but christians being in position where we're influencing the culture and not the culture influencing us and so what mcquen does is we bring together these women we have 10 chapters across the us 11 as of next month and my five-year plan would be to see many more chapters start but the bigger vision that i think god is calling us to is to change these local communities 
so that we become the trendsetters, not for the sake of being trendy, but so that we represent God with sincerity and with truth. Amen. Like not, not to make money, not to be popular, not to be famous, but so if we have a good God and he is a big God, I believe that Christians should be, be making an impact in the marketplace. And Amen. so I think that's what he's called me to. That's precious. Amen. Amen. That's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, I'm going to be keeping you in prayer. Pastor Chris and I will be keeping you and all that you're doing for the glory of God. We will keep this in prayer in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I'll be praying for you as well. I love the work that you're doing. And I know even last year, the conference, I was watching on YouTube, some of the clips and I said, this is just so amazing. So I'll be praying for you as well. Amen. Amen. Well, before we go here, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit um, in prayer for everyone. Um, and then, you know, I'm going to just say some final words and, uh, I'm just so blessed by all that God is doing here. Amen. Amen. Sure. Absolutely. Father, we are just so grateful. Uh, you've been so consistently good um, in the mountains and the valleys. Father, you, your character is unchanging. You love us um, and you're true to your word, God. Every covenant, every promise that you've ever spoken, uh, you've had the integrity, God, to just honor it. And we thank you. Uh, for giving us understanding of this, of who you are, God. Father, we pray for every single person that is tuned in uh, to this year's conference. Father, you know where they are. You know what their various needs are. You know their emotional, spiritual, physical, financial, relational needs. Um, and Father, your word says that you empathize, that you empathize even with our weaknesses. So Father, we pray that you would meet every single person we pray that those who need encouragement father that they would find it in the conversations father even in the exchanges the fellowship god father those who are in need of just a revival um to be challenged to go to the next level we pray that your holy spirit would just continue to just convict god and just move we thank you for what you are doing and we are believing you for so much greater um where there are unhealthy ties god give us discernment god give us discernment and give us the boldness yes. and the strength to choose you over anything um else in our lives um help us god to just walk in rhythm with you and to be discerning of what you are doing pray for uh, pastor chris and pastor natalie uh, thank you for the grace and the vision that you have given them to do to be consistent with your work god Father, we pray that you would bless them, enlarge their territory for greater impact, God. Thank you for what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. What a blessing um, just to be with you today, Andrena. Um, you know, I think about how the Lord also has given me an opportunity to write for, um, you know, uh, you know, your group there. And it's such a, it's such an honor, you know, a few times I've had that honor and I just, I want to thank you for that as well, for allowing me to guess right um, on, on your, your work that you're doing. It's just so cool. You know what I mean? So thank you. Thank you for yeah. that. 
No, thank you. Thank you for being a, a co-laborer and lending your voice. Um, I've read a couple of the articles and they're always so truthful. They get to the heart of the matter. And so I thank you. Thank you for that, for just even just being discerning, because uh, we never know. We never know who's reading and how it's changing their lives. So thank you for availing yourself. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to thank you and Thank everyone for listening to our conversation here as part of the conference this year. And I know that God has a lot that he's doing in each of your lives that are tuning in here um, for this year's conference of letting go. Um, may the Lord continue his plans and purposes um, in each of your lives. And Andrena, may God fulfill all that he has planned for you for he knows what he has planned for you specifically. And may you be blessed and just highly favored by the Lord in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for being with us. I pray blessings on you and uh, we'll talk again. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I tell you, what a great conversation. I know you guys are being blessed by uh, all these different um uh, words that are being shared tonight. What a what a blessing that God is is just moving mightily, and I'm really believing God. Remember, you guys, I I really love hearing from each of you. So make sure you guys are sharing comments, saying amen, and uh, along the way, letting me know what you guys are are letting go of, and also what are you still fighting for in prayer and and uh, releasing you know, releasing and trusting in Jesus name. Amen. I tell you, um, how many of you feel like you understand that there's a difference with a reset and a redo, you know, reset and a redo. Um, sometimes a reset, um, is, is, um, important, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, but, but there's also that redo. Um, can I have another chance? Can I, uh, would you give me a second chance? There's there's some that in um, you know maybe in a um, a competition or in a job interview or you know with a, a test that they're taking. Can you please give me a, a, another opportunity to do it again? Um, but then that reset where it's like, can we just start this whole thing over? Like it never like this other thing never happened. <laughs> we just can we start again? And I, I, you know, I really want to thank God because I feel like God does that in our life with, with, in both things. Like there's times where he's like, um, you know, I, I'm giving you actually another chance to just not only redo because redo is almost like, I'm going to do the same thing again. No, <laughs> I'm not going to redo the same thing again. I want the whole thing to be. I want a second chance to try this and it's like a fresh start. Amen. New beginnings, fresh start. That's what God promises to each and every single one of us. So do you know that what's important is when you, when you let go, when you're learning to let go in your walk with the Lord, there are things that, that, that you get inspired by in that process of letting go and moving on and going forward. Do you know that uh, letting go teaches you to trust and rely on the Lord? Amen. When you let go, 
you are learning to trust God deeper. It causes you to grow in your faith when you let go. It causes you to, to depend upon the Lord. Some of, some of us are so quickly to say, man, I'm so disappointed. This person lets me down. They're not dependable. They never show up. But yet God is saying, will you trust me? Will you know that I will not let you down? I will always be the one that shows up for you. Amen. Do you know that also letting go teaches you to recognize, I got to hold on to this. I got to hold on and not let go. I got to hold on. Some of you are so quick in, in maybe in your marriages or maybe in, in, a, in a relationship, a friendship, a job, uh, um, different things where you're just so quick to say, ah, it's not working. I'm just going to, I'm just going to just let go. I'm just going to just get out of here and not have this anymore. No, there are things that God is saying, no, 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 you have to be faithful where I call you to. You know, some of us want something more and more and more. And yet what he gives us, we, we don't even know how to be faithful with. We're not even being faithful with those things. And yet we want the more and the more and the more. And yet God is saying, before you're quick to move on to that next thing and the next thing and the next thing, will you be faithful here first? Will you be committed here first? Stay committed. And then when I, when I show you what's next, go there. But, but do everything in faithfulness and, and commitment in Jesus' name. So letting go also shows you that, as I said earlier, um, it shows you how now God will rise up. God will rise up and be your defense. God is on your side. You begin to see how much God is on your side. You begin to see that um, for some reason, you know, you go to places and, and uh, maybe for someone else, it, that opportunity was not given, but then all of a sudden it's given to you. And so why? Because you've learned to let go and trust God deeper. And so now you're seeing God rise up for you and move mightily and doing things on your behalf. And you also begin to see how much it means to have a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You, you, you recognize, and as, as Proverbs 3, verse 5 tells us, Proverbs 3, verse 5 tells us, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Again, that's in Proverbs 5, uh, 3, verse 5. You begin to see, I need to trust in the Lord and rely on him. That's relationship with the Lord. You begin to trust in the Lord. You learn that you can depend on God every day to take care of your needs. Is that you? Is that you? Amen. He takes care of your daily needs. He takes care of you on a daily basis. Amen. And you know, you begin to learn as uh, Proverbs 23 verse 4 Proverbs 23, verse 4, you begin to learn, I don't have to do things to try to gain, um, to, to do things in a certain way to, to, to wear myself out to get rich. 
I don't have to, to do that. The Bible says, do not wear yourself out to get rich. Be wise enough to restrain yourself. God brings balance. God brings balance. There's some of us that wants more finances, but yet we have not even been faithful with the finances that he gives us. Or every time he's given us uh, um, some finances, we're quick to be frivolous with it and wasteful with it. And we won't even give unto the Lord, the work of the Lord, sow a seed into the things of God, like he says to put him first and then all these other things. We learn as we let go, even in our finances, that God truly owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He's the one in charge of everything in our lives that he will take care of and supply our every single need. Amen? You also learn that letting go helps you to recognize when there's parts of relationships that need to change, need to shift. We see that in uh, Genesis chapter 13, verse 9. Genesis, Genesis, Genesis chapter 13, verse 9 tells us, you know, this is an example in family where Abraham and Lot is not the whole land before you. Let's part company. If you go to the left... I'll go to the right. You go to the right, I'll go to the left. We see there that in this relationship with this family, there was time to part ways. There was time to let go. It doesn't mean they were cutting each other off. It, was, it just meant they were moving on. They were going in separate ways. And that's okay. But we also see later on in Genesis 18, and you know, when you get a chance, I really ask you to go back, reread these scripture verses that I'm, I'm giving you. I'm giving you the word of God. I'm not giving you my opinion. This is the word of God. Genesis 18, we see later on how Abraham continued in prayer for Lot. So even though they went separate ways, it didn't mean, okay, well, I don't see you out of sight, out of mind. There's some people, they do that. Like, I don't see you anymore. I don't talk to you. We don't have relationship. Um, like, I don't have nothing to do with you anymore. No. And, and, you know, God made Abraham aware, will you stand in the gap? God is always looking for us as, as believers. Who will we stand in the gap for? Remember what I said earlier, that there are things you have to know how you have to continue to pray it on and not let, let them go. So in this case, God was showing Abraham to continue in prayer and he continued in prayer for Lot and the place, that region where Lot decided to live in. And God, there was going to be destruction that was going to take place on that place where Lot decided to live in with his family and because Abraham interceded on behalf of his family member, God had mercy on him and he removed him and his family from that place. So what, why is that important to understand? Because we have to recognize there are, there are things God wants you to keep praying for. Pray until. Remember, I'm going to keep on stressing that too because God wants us to understand the importance that as you release things to God, even in prayer, that doesn't mean you stop 
praying, you keep asking, you keep seeking, you keep knocking, but remember to thank him as well. Remember to give him the glory. Amen. You learn to encourage others when you let go. You learn to bring comfort. You learn that your life is not only about you, but you begin to become more sensitive also to the needs of others. And you begin to recognize <clears throat> that I also am called to encourage others and comfort them just as God has done that in my life. Amen. So you share your testimony. You give words of encouragement to others. God wants you to stand out and shine. That's what we encourage here with Spenacy. You stand out and shine for Jesus. Amen. So 1 Thessalonians 5.11 tells us, therefore, encourage and comfort one another and build up one another just as you are doing. So if that's you, you've already been an encourager, hey, continue it more. There's always room for more encouragement that we can give to others because we're living in a world where, where we are surrounded by negativity, discouragement, um, selfishness. And so we as children of God, we've got to be the light in this earth. And God wants us to do that. And in 1 Thessalonians 4.18, wherefore, the Bible tells us, 1 Thessalonians 4.18, the Bible tells us, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So that's my prayer tonight, that you guys are learning to be comforted by his word as you're learning to do what? Let go. Are you letting go tonight? Amen. Are you letting go? Amen. Do you know that sometimes you are blocking your blessings because you're remaining attached to toxic people and things? Do you know that if you let go, it may not be easy, but once you do, do you know that doors might start opening that you've been praying for because you made a decision to let go of those toxic people and things amen that's a decision we make it's not something we're forced to do it's not something that someone could do for you someone could be praying for you that you would do that but that's something you choose to do you are the one who makes that decision i am not going to stay attached to toxic people things or places and, you know, once you do that, you might begin to see miracles that you have been waiting on for God. Mm. Amen. Do you know that overthinking will not get you anywhere, but praying and releasing those things will take you to places you've never been before. God is saying to you, my child, you're worrying too much. Remember who he is. There is nothing too hard for him. Amen. You may not see it, but he has everything planned out for you. Amen. The Bible tells us that he knows the plans that he has for you. You put your name in that. He knows the plans he has for you. Amen. And then the one of the happiest moments in your life is when you find the courage to let go of what cannot be changed. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm so grateful for Damaris. She has been a blessing to Resplendency over the years. 
And we're so grateful that tonight she's going to be sharing a few words, but she's also going to be singing a song tonight. And I'm praying that each of you will be encouraged by her in Jesus' name. Amen. Good evening. I'm so happy to be part of Resplendency's annual women's conference. My name is Josie Reyes, and I'm the sister of Pastor Natalie. I live in Brooklyn, New York with my husband and my four children. I gave my life to Jesus along with Pastor Natalie, my brother Eddie, and our mother and father. Jesus saved the entire family, and thankfully we are all serving him along with our spouses today. The very first challenge I faced as a believer was getting baptized. I knew that the Lord commanded his children to believe and be baptized, but I made the excuse to my mother that I couldn't get baptized because I didn't want to be a hypocrite, because I knew that there were things I didn't want to let go of. With much encouragement from my family and Christian friends, I submitted. From that time on, I could see the Lord working and changing my desires, and I was able to let go of habits and even friends that were not good influences. Living through my teenage years and 20s was a tug of war of control for my life and letting God lead. I got married in 1995 and we would soon be blessed with four wonderful children. Here is which control took over again. I didn't see it then, but I can see it now. When raising your children, you care for their every need and you, and your, and you never want to see them in pain or in want. Your whole world revolves around their schedule. You do this for about 20 years or so. And then suddenly you are not really needed. You feel the need to keep parenting and giving your advice. However, the more you try to control, the more you lose control. Well, lately the Lord has been reminding me to let go. So when Pastor Natalie asked me to speak on this, she wouldn't have known what God has been doing in my spiritual life with this very concept. Recently, the Lord has reminded me that he has all power and all authority. So the more I speak, the more I'm putting up walls that I didn't need, that don't need to be there. I've been letting go of my children on a daily basis. Actually, at times, I'm letting go at every minute. I call them by name and, and release them into Jesus' care, trusting that he is working on my behalf. His promise is clear when he says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart. Does God break his promises? No, never, not one. So actually, as I speak these words at the women's conference, I am praying and letting go of each one and letting God work in their hearts and in their minds. Even now, as I speak, Jesus is encouraging me to trust in him like never before. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who struggles in this area. So I pray today that I can encourage other moms and grandmothers into letting go and letting God bring our children back to him. I'm asking even now that each of us release a loved one that we are trusting God for and say their name aloud so that we affirm to Jesus that we are letting go and letting God bring him or her into his salvation. I thank you, Pastor Natalie, for allowing me to share at the Women's Conference. I pray these words have encouraged those who are listening today. God bless you all.
Hello everyone, my name is Damaris Elaine and I am a Christian recording artist and I live here in Los Angeles, California and it's such a blessing to be part of Resplendency's Women's Conference Letting Go 2023. So when I was asked the question, what does letting go mean to you? Well, I could think back in the past, I did struggle a little bit with insecurity. And I know many of us have maybe gone, been there before. And what I can say is that I used to worry about what others thought about me or how they viewed me. But let me tell you, God set me free from that. And he can do the same for you. Whether if you're going through depression, fear, mental illness, whatever it is, nothing is impossible for God to do in your life. So I just want to encourage you today that just to focus on what God is doing right now in this season, in this present, and just surrender everything to Him. And you'll see when you let go, you allow God to take over. And one Bible verse that comes to my mind is Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer who I live, but Christ lives in me, lives in you. So the life I now live in the body, I live because of the faithfulness of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So know that God can definitely deliver you and set you free from whatever you are going through. Because if he did it for me, he can do it for you. So just let go and let God and you'll see your life will never be the same. And just trust Him. Because when you put your trust in Him, you will see it will be easy to move forward. It will be easy for you to say, that's what I used to be, you know, what used to happen in my life. But now I live in the new present, in God's new time and season. So I just want to encourage you to just let go and let the Lord guide you, love you, and just show you His plans and future for your life. God bless everyone. Thank you so much. And just remember, let go and let God, because that's the best decision you can ever make. What a blessing. What a blessing. All that has been said already. Um, just, the, just the words. Um, thank you so much for all that you're doing, Father, in this time of this conference, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the worship. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you, Lord, for all the things that you're doing, Father, in each of our lives. And we understand, Lord, that you're telling us, let go. But you're also telling us to be aware of the things that we need to hold on to, Lord. Thank you, Father, for teaching us the difference, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can stand on your word. We can stand on your promises and we can say yes to every promise you make, Lord. And we can say amen, Lord. We can tell you, so be it, Lord. Let it be, Lord. Let it be so, Lord, in our lives as we release our hold and we trust you, Lord, with all these things, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, you know the Bible tells us in Psalms 29, verse 11, again, that's Psalms 29, verse 11, that the Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. And that's what, that's what, um, you know, we're really believing for each of you tonight. We're believing that you guys would each receive our heavenly father's strength, the supernatural strength, and that you would receive his peace as you release these things into his hands. Remember that when we come to Christ, we become new we become new. We become new in his sight. All things become new. You can let go of your hurts. You can let go of the pain. 
You can let go of the discouragement. You can let go of the disappointment, the lack, the things that you've not seen yet, that you've been saying, God, is it ever going to happen? You can release those things. You can still believe for them, but you can release them into his hands. Maybe there's things that you've trusted for, but they were not meant for you. And you saw someone else get it. You can release that right now in Jesus' name. And perhaps there's old ways and old patterns that you tend to go back to. And Father's telling you tonight, you need to let those things go. You need to release those things, that way of talking, that way of thinking, that way of doing things that has not led you into all things new that he has planned for you in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to understand that there are vain imaginations that come into our hearts and our minds at times that try to get in the way of every promise God speaks into your life. There is things that once you have decided to let go of, there are things that the enemy will try to whisper in your heart and mind. Why did you think that it's okay to release that? Now you look like a fool. Now it looks like you allowed that thing to happen to you. You need to tonight to say, God, help me, Lord, to be renewed in my mind that I will not allow those thoughts to have any right to me anymore. I Right now, in the name of Jesus, every vain imagination needs to come down in Jesus' name because God promises to renew our minds, to give us a new way of thinking, a new pattern. He says that every day he wants to give us a new pattern and way of thinking in Jesus name. When you make a decision to make changes in your life and you let go of something and that, and you've accepted that Lord, these things took place, but now I've received your healing. I've received your love. I've received God, all that you've promised me. I want you to understand that God is telling you don't dwell on those things anymore because now he is giving you the opportunity when, as he has told many in the gospels, now pick up your bed and walk. Now let's go and do things differently. Let's go on. Let's go on. We're not going to park here. We're not going to park here. Let's keep going in Jesus name. Now, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. I really do want to read this because this is the promise that God is telling us when we believe. And I want the challenge to be given to each of you tonight is that will you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Will you ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life? Will you allow him to make all things new for you? Will you let go and allow our Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creation, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. This is his promise. And behold, all things have come because of spiritual waking brings a new life. In Jesus' name, 
Is that you? Would you like new life today? Would you like to receive our Lord Jesus Christ? Let's do that right now. If that's you, can you, wherever you are right now, just lift your hands up to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is right there with you. And just ask him, Lord Jesus, come. Come into my life. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Father God, I want to give you everything. I want to let these things go. I don't want to hold on to these things no more, Lord. I want to let them go, Lord, and give them to you, Lord. God, here it is, Lord. Here's my life. Here's the old patterns. Here's my old life. Here's my old things, my old way of thinking. Here is everything, Lord. God, and I want the new that you're promising me right now. Come into my life. Come in, Lord. Come in. Live among me, Lord. Live in me, Lord. And be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Oh, I praise the Lord for you. I praise the Lord for all of each of you that have given your lives tonight to Jesus. And I would love to hear that you guys gave your lives to Jesus. Why don't you right now say in the comment, that was me. I gave my life to Jesus. I surrendered all. I gave him my life afresh. I want Jesus in my life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You know, there's many ways of you reaching out to me even afterwards. Um, contact at Respondency.com. You can let us know how we can further pray with you and walk you through this new life of beginning, of believing in our Lord in Jesus' name. Do you know that right now all of heaven is rejoicing over you making that decision? Praise the Lord. Now I want you to re receive these promises, each of you right now. This is for each of you. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 43 verse 18, but forget all that. What? Forget all that. That's what God is telling us. Forget the past. Forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. When he says he makes all things new, that's what he's saying in Jesus' name. So you don't have to feel like, well, you know, I don't know. I'm going to hold on to this because I don't know. No, he is making all things new. So right now, tonight, if that's you, you're still holding tight. God, release my grip. Release my grip. I want, you know, there's too many of us at times. We want control. We want to take control over all things. We want to be in control of it. And God is saying, release that grip right now. Let him be in charge. In Jesus' name. Now, you don't have to compare what you have with others because in letting go, you begin to recognize that you can be content with what God gives you. What God gives you. And you know, there are things that he's promised specifically. And I don't know who you are right now, but I, I, I see, I don't know what this is, but I'm seeing like someone sitting on a sofa and they're just like, I want that. I want every promise God's given me. I see, I see a, a woman with blonde hair. You're just sitting on that sofa. You're saying, God, I want, I want that. That's me. I want that. So would you right now just receive that from the Lord in Jesus' name? You know, you can recognize that the true source of your security is only God. You know, we want, we want security. We want, we want this security from this and that. 
you know, we'll, 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 we'll look to things that will give us a, a, a sense of security. But I tell you what, the decision in following the Lord Jesus Christ is an anchor. It becomes an anchor of hope. It becomes your stability. It becomes a foundation so that when the storms come, you know that your, your life is built not on sinking sand, not on things that will shift and change with what, what's going on in your life, but it's built on the rock, Jesus Christ, who's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and who, who, who does what he says and says what he does in Jesus' name. Um, I want to read a couple of more quotes here before we um, get ready to move on to our ending here of our conference, but I want to want to I want to read these things to you. The minute you hold on, hold on to someone because you believe you won't find love again, is when you actually need to let go. Sometimes we're holding so tightly to these people, and I'm just reminding you of this. There might be some people tonight, and and if even if it's after the conference. May the Lord himself show you who it is and what it is that you've held on too tightly to and he's been putting his finger on it and it's time to move on from that person and that place and that thing. Sometimes you have to let go so God can fully do his work. If you truly believe that God is in control, then you need to learn how to fully surrender to his will, to his timing, to his plans, to his heart. And remember that God's greatest work happens in the most impossible situations. I'm telling you, if you're like me, you have been in hard pressed situations. You have been in the middle of times when you've had to make vital decisions and it wasn't that you had a lot of time on your hands but you needed to make a decision and in that moment the first priority needed to be and it needs to stay this way God what do you want me to do and see the moment you say that is the moment you're you're releasing your grip your hold and you're letting God have his way in that situation Amen. And I'm telling you, Pastor Chris and I, we've had to make major decisions and we had a short time frame on things. And there were times where it looked like how in the world would this happen? How would God turn this thing around? And I'm telling you, it was overwhelming. Sometimes we would be up at night praying and waiting on God, seeking God. We would fast. What is God saying? What did he want? And in the, I'm telling you, it was like the midnight hour and an answer would come. And sometimes it was the least likely. It came in a way, in a package, I would say, that it was unexpected. I didn't expect it to be that way that God would make it happen. And he worked it out. He worked it together for good. That's the difference when you trust the Lord, when you let go and you release your hold on things and you let God come and do his greatest work and you let him be glorified amen so as as um we're gonna have a couple of more 
um, share a few few things here. I want to pray. I want to pray one more time with each and every single one of you. Father, thank you so much for every person under the sound of my voice that tuned into this conference. And Father God, you see them where they are, Lord. You see them, Lord. You see, God, the things that they have wept over. The things, oh God, that they have bro been brokenhearted over, God. You see the things, oh God, that, that has been uh, uh, um, something that was used for evil, Lord, against them, Lord. And, and, and it has they've been a stumbling block to them, Lord. And so, God, tonight, Lord, let them let it go. Let them release things, these things to you, Lord. Let them be free of these things. And God... To receive you is to be set free, Lord. So God, as they allow you to come into these situations and they allow you to come into these broken places, God, help them, Lord. Help them, Lord, to be able to go forward now in grace, in truth, in freedom, in hope with an expected end, Lord, that you are for them, that you're not against them, that you receive them, Lord, and that, Father God, they are forgiven, Lord, and that, Father God, that now you help them to forgive. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for that ability, Lord, to let these things go. And Father God, even now, Lord, as we pray, Lord, and God, we need that ability, Lord, to be able, Lord, to also learn how to fight, Lord, to fight the good fight of faith, to press on, to see the difference on, on what it means also to, to not stop praying, to not release, Lord, in prayer, but, but to, to release those things, but not to release our time in prayer is what I mean, Lord, that we continue to pray for these things until, that we will, we will hold tightly to your promises in prayer, that we'll hold tightly, Lord, to what you, what you are encouraging us to pray about, Lord, and God, that you teach us how to pray, Lord. Teach us how to pray, God. This is an hour, Lord. We really need to learn how to pray according to your will. So, God, we thank you, Lord. We say, here we are. Have your way, God, in our families, in our marriages, in our finances, in our, in our jobs, in our homes, in our decisions, in our workplace. God, every single thing, Lord, in school, Lord, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. What a blessing, guys, to, that we had this time together. I want to thank every single one of you. I was so happy to have so many of you be a part of the conference. And I'm praying blessings upon every single one of you. For the glory of God, let me hear your testimonies. Make sure you share with me all that God is doing and all that God has done during this conference in Jesus name. I love you and I pray that God will help you to stand out and shine for Jesus. Hello, my name is Tati and I'm so grateful to Pastor Natalie uh, from Respondency Inc. for the opportunity uh, to say a few words at this year's Women's Conference, Let Go. Uh, we all have different things that we want or need to let go. Uh, over two years ago, I had a traumatic accident and I'm still recovering from it. Uh, but when I returned back to work after less than a year, 
um, I was so disappointed because after three weeks, my body gave up. Um, I, I just couldn't manage after a few weeks. And um, I was really worried that I'm disappointing others. You know, I didn't care so much about uh, what my body needed then. And then I was more concerned about disappointing others. Um, I felt like I'm a burden, like I'm a failure. And this is because we often base our reward on performance, on meeting certain um, standards, on uh, earning approval of others. And so when my treatment situation changed, when uh, my body couldn't perform the level that occurred before the accident, I was cross with my body, I was cross with myself. Sometimes we get cross even with God and we feel so ashamed, we feel like a failure, we feel um, like we are not enough or we don't do enough. Uh, but God tells us in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Because the truth is that God created us perfectly. He designed us perfectly, he created us in his image. And so, just let go of the negative thoughts, you know, of the negative beliefs. Um, so the next time when the negative thoughts and negative beliefs come into your mind, uh, then and when you feel unworthy, when you feel like, oh, when you're worried about, you know, what others think about you, um, then just try to think of not so much about the self-worth, than about God's worth, you know, because uh, it isn't so much about who we are, but whose we are. And you're a child of God. So I hope that with this in mind, you will be able to let go of whatever is holding you back. Thank you so much.
as we have discussed today, it is truly important to let go so God can do something new in each of us. We want to take some time to thank each of our special guests today, including Andrina Sawyer, Cotty Parker, Jerkisha McGee, Anjanette McGee, Josie Reyes, and Damaris Elaine. Thank you so much for taking time to contribute to today's wonderful conference. We also want to thank each and every one of you for joining us and once again want to highlight some brief reminders. Please make sure to like, comment, and share today's video with friends, family, coworkers, or anyone who might be encouraged. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel as well as stay up to date on all of our virtual events and services. We invite you to follow us at Resplendency Inc. on all of our social media pages listed on the screen or in the description below. We encourage you to post about our conference and tag at Resplendency as well as use the hashtags letting go, let go, or stand out and shine. Whether this is your first year joining us or you have attended before, we invite our viewers and those joining us to write in our book of remembrance what the conference meant to you or how it impacted you. If you would like to do so, send us an email at contact at resplendency.com. Again, that's contact at resplendency.com to write your thoughts on what letting go meant to you. We also want to remind you that our Bonfire Conference merch is currently available in various sizes and various colors. Please select the link in the description of the video to see more options and how you can represent the conference merch today. Thank you again for joining us and remember to stand out and shine.